Thirty years ago, I was ordained in my hometown in County Kildare, and uh, in preparation for that, I had to go and visit uh, my local pastor. So I went in to see him, and we sat down uh, in his living room, and uh, he, he gave me a glass of wine as we discussed uh, making the preparations. The discussion went very quickly, and uh, we finished uh, quicker than I expected, and then I said, okay, thank you so much for your help, um, I will see you at another time. And he said, uh, have another drink, another glass of wine. And I said, no, 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 it's okay. He says, go on. And he said something like, that I've always remembered, he said, a bird never flew on one wing. <laughs> Somebody didn't hear me. A bird never flew on one wing. So it is something that uh, struck with me, and uh, I think it is a very appropriate metaphor for the Church of today, because for a very significant time, and a very significant part of our history, the Church has been flying on one wing. In today's Gospel, Jesus describes himself as one who has come to bring fire to the earth, and how he wished it was blazing already. This was the vision that he lived for, that he suffered for, and ultimately what he, he died for. It was his vision of the Trinity, where God loves us unconditionally, God always forgives us, and God is always present in our lives. In addition, in his letters, and the letters of St. Paul, he says, fan into flame the gift of the fire that has been given to each one of us. The weakness of this flame, this fire that Jesus came to bring to the earth, has left the church in crisis today. In 2011, it was estimated in the Western world alone that over 100 million people had left the Catholic Church. And you saw on the news some months ago about the horrible fire that happened at Notre Dame in Paris and how it was covered all over the world. What I found very sad was it was being mourned as a masterpiece of architecture, as a place of history. It was mourned for being like a museum. It wasn't being mourned for being a place where a vibrant community of faith existed. So the problem in the church today is not one of relativism or individualism or secularism, which we are hearing constantly, but one of irrelevance. And sadly, the actions and attitudes of quite a few of the hierarchy have gone a long way in making it in this way. So I ask you, what families among you have children or grandchildren that the church, which was once the center of Western civilization, of education and healthcare is no longer providing meaning in their lives and sadly has become irrelevant in their lives. Now is a time for healing and wholeness. Sometimes the way forward is the way backwards. And this is the call of Vatican II, inviting us to return to the sources, returning to how it was with the apostles. And this is something we are trying to do at St. Joseph's in promoting communities for the kingdom. 
The three pillars of them, they are communal in promoting authentic friendship. And you have to ask yourselves today, who doesn't need an authentic friend in their life? There are 60 million people in the United States who suffer from chronic illness, such as the breakdown of families and community. And an authentic friendship is something that will be with you, not just when your kids are on the same basketball team, not just when your kids are on the same, in the same school, but an authentic friend is somebody who is with you in the good times and in the bad times, in young age, in middle age, in old age, and especially in times of crisis and difficulties in your lives. They are contemplative in being Christ-centered, in which people come to learn through a communal contemplation of the Bible, how God is active and alive, how the risen Lord is active and alive in your life at all times and all places. And they are compassionate in loving service, making the world a kinder and gentler place for all people to live in. They beautifully counteract accusation and division that so much is happening in society and reflect the power of evil rather than the power of God. That apostolic time that we are learning from and trying to reclaim was one also which is called an apocalyptic time, a time at the end of one era but contains within it the seeds of something better. Today, today in the church, we too live in an apocalyptic time. We are coming to the end of an era for the church, but we are discovering the seeds of something new, something even better, a new way of being church. Communities for the kingdom are the seeds of something new or better for the church of the future. In Matthew 16, Jesus says to Peter, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. What people fail to remember is that in Matthew 18, he gives a similar commission to the community of disciples gathered in his name. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose will be loose in heaven as well. So it is important that we remember divine power stands behind the Petrine and the communal expression of power in the faith community. Two years ago at this Mass, I asked you, were you going to be the last of your generation of Catholics in your family? Thankfully, 700 people attended the formation sessions that we had, and today, 350 people are actively involved meeting regularly in their homes and establishing communities for the kingdom. These are something that are very beautiful to observe, and I have visited quite a few of them. And what strikes me very profoundly in them is the bond of love, the friendship and the love that is emerging and developing from all those who are part of them. Today, I'm going to ask something new. I want to ask you today, who among you are willing to be the first of your generation to create a new way of being church by reclaiming the Church of the Apostles? 
And this is what we are trying to do at here at St. Joseph's, to be a new way of being church so that we are not irrelevant for the generations to come. I know that many of you are involved in one of the wonderful 60 ministries at St. Joseph's, and you have my deepest gratitude for your devotion and dedication to these ministries. In today's Gospel, Jesus says very profoundly, how great is his anguish, that his plan for the world, how great is his anguish, that his plan for the world has not come about. Today, Jesus still is feeling that same anguish, and he is inviting all of us through the Holy Spirit to take our involvement to the next level and to see our relationships in groups we are already part of in the church and beyond, maybe in our families, maybe in our social circles, maybe in our Bible study groups, any group you're involved in, to see these as an opportunity to transform the relationships we have in these groups into communities for the kingdom. It does not diminish the existing groups. Rather, for, family or for parishes who have adopted communities for the kingdom, they actually see an increase in membership and larger peoples uh, coming to their churches as well. So ultimately, what each of these groups are called to be is something that is very profound. And all of the popes over the last four popes have spoken about. They are called to be sacraments <coughs> in the way in which they relate to each other, in the way in which they help each other, in the way in which they help people to discover Christ in their lives. They are sacraments of the risen Lord. Sacraments, the sign and source of his presence to those into the group and to other people in the world is wed. You know, in scripture, if you look out at that window in the narthex, you will see that the Holy Spirit is symbolized as a dove. And the dove of the Holy Spirit, who is creating the church in the world, has been too long flying on one wing. Today, we at St. Joseph's are being invited to heal the dove by giving it two wings. Now is the time of healing and of wholeness, so that it, the two wings the dove will have, that of the hierarchy and that of the community, working together in bringing about God's plan for the world, something beautiful will be created that beautiful prayer to the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit that they shall be created and you shall renew the face of the earth. The fire that Jesus is speaking about is the fire of the Holy Spirit who has come to transform the world into the way in which God wants it and to make it on earth as it is in heaven.